The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour. Health, environment, and the power of water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Power of Water. On this planet Earth, the water. We're known uh, with the astronauts that went to the moon and looked back and they saw Gene Cernan said, it's the blue ball, it's water. And the atmosphere is water. And the reason for this show, as many of you have heard, and I'm not going to stop repeating it, is because several years ago I was asked if I wanted my own radio talk show. And I thought, yes, I do. I want to be a messenger about the power of water and the crisis of the problems on our earth. And I've come to conclusion with my research team and around the world, as we've all discussed it as with the scientists and different experts throughout the world, authorities, who say people who really study continually, nonstop, you can never stop studying water. It's going to go. It's 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 a continual study. And if you think you're smart that moment, you're in trouble, because it moves. It's 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 the first technology, as Andrew Sherman told us on Earth, is a technology. It moved here and moved over there. We moved it there. We did this with it. We moved it around and made it the stem of the atomic bomb, I could go on and on and on what water does. It became an inventing genius of of new technology. But we have come so not so far. We're in a real freshwater crisis, and it is a crisis. And if you don't take that serious, we are going to be all affected. We have organizations that are so unbelievably charity-minded and and, and giving lives and billions of dollars to going around the world and trying to make accessible water to people that don't have it. But everybody's going to be affected someday. Now, this is how important water is to you. And I'm not going to stop saying this at every show. I need to implant this in your memory bank. The brain is 80 to 85% water. Teeth are 8 to 10% water. Lungs are 75 to 80% water. Your heart, 75 to 80% water. Your liver, 70 to 75% water. Your bones, 20 to 25% water. Skin, 70 to 75% water. Kidneys, 80 to 85% water. Blood, 50% water, your muscles, 70 to 75% water, and not on this is another one. The reason they brought me in to study many years ago, the organ of the eye and dry eye, because dry eye leads to blindness, because the surface of your eye is 99% water. Now, 
the moment you were born and you left a pocket of water in your mother's abdomen and you came to this planet Earth in the air you're living in called atmosphere. You began a dehydration process because you're not living in a bubble of water any longer. You're living in the atmosphere's water. And the atmosphere is water. Those water vapors. That atmosphere is what keeps you individually alive. You have called a dehydration process. It's not just because the temperature of the thermometer goes above 100. It's all day long from the moment you were born. Your, your life is depending upon your five things. Your life is depending upon water. But number one, you can't live without healthy atmosphere. The water in the atmosphere keeps you alive. You need to learn to breathe in and out with that step of that atmosphere. Breathe in, breathe out, and learn to release tension, pain. Have you ever heard of people who walk on fire? They learned how to breathe. Number two, drink eight to ten glasses of water a day. It's vital with those trillions of cells. It's vital because those cells need to be replaced and need to be replenished, I mean, and then they need to be, a, it's a solvent. It cleans it out, detoxifies, keeps your agile, keeps your flexible, maybe it will help you fight those diseases. And number one, stress, you need to drink eight to ten and don't sip it. Drink one glass at a time through the period of time of the day, 8 to 10. Number three, you need to take serious your nutrition habits because the body has to digest with the water in the body how you're eating. That has to be digested. You need the nutrients. You need the energy. You need the, the, uh, what is required for you to be able to nourish yourself. But always remember the water needs to, is the solvent with no added ingredients in the water, by the way. None of this added stuff. It puts a weight on the water to have to digest. So therefore, that when you're coming along and your, your, your nutrition is so important and how you're learning how you personally can digest your food and dissolve the food and detoxify. If you have a pain, stop and think. Maybe it's what I'm eating, too much carbohydrate, too much sugar. It could be something that doesn't agree with you. You don't have to be allergic just to peanuts to have a life-threatening problem. It's it's life-threatening when you haven't taken the time to stop and think about what is best for your health and what you're putting in the mouth to eat. Number four, moderate exercise. I just told you your bones are 20 to 25%. Your blood is 50%. The muscles are 70, 75%. The heart is 75, 80. Your moderate exercise is vital to your long endurance to live. Many people who want it just pound that pavement and walk, run down that pavement every day to feel better, but all of a sudden they have to go back and not be running and it takes an adrenaline rush for the moment. Well, guess what? It is not healthy for a long endurance, healthy, health Olympics to live on this planet Earth and be healthy. You can't overdo it. The last one, sleep. The Earth goes to sleep. You need to learn how to sleep as a person. Don't just expect how somebody else does it. Find your own way to go to sleep that's healthy for you and what you need to have a good rest. It's vital to you. It's a boot camp, it's an endurance run, but it's fun. You can have a lot of fun. 
The other thing that we're learning about is the dehydration word is vital for you to learn more about. And the earth dehydrates with loss of water. We don't have enough water on the fresh water on the surface of the earth. It's a challenge because the atmosphere relates to it. You relate to it because of your body water table and the earth table of, of its balancing act, the soil. The soil is alive. It's living. It's like Dr. Neil Gregg said. It's a living soil. Others have said it's a living soil. Don't take the water away from it. It has to live to be alive or it'll turn to sand, which loses its nutrients. That's why it's turning to sand. Now, I was reading um, Bonnie Mark, who's my secretary, uh, got me on uh, searched water. And she came up with an article today in California in an area that this woman sits out on her porch and she has not been able to do her laundry for four, she's been without water for four months. Children are going to school with dirty clothes because they haven't had water. This is in the Tulare County area. They're calling it a drought. Let's just call it dehydration of the planet there. They have no water. Now, isn't that, and I'm saying drink eight to ten glasses of water. In many countries of the world, we're having, over in Arizona, they're having many problems with it, with the hurricane and the water table. And, of course, Arizona has a lot of sand. So, therefore, the water coming down from the rain waters and the hurricane are not absorbing to replenish the soil because it's mostly sand. Another clue I'm going to give you today about your eyes before we can bring on our wonderful guest. There's a book out called Water, Dehydration, and Computer Use. Did you know that when you're sitting at that computer all day long and looking at your cell phone all day long, there's a dehydration process because the surface of the eyes are 99% water. Dry eye causes, and we start drying, our eyes are starting to dry from birth if we're not getting enough supplement from the atmosphere. They're finding that people are becoming disabled because they can't sit at their computer anymore. How would you find a job without the computer? Because your eyesight, the doctors are saying you have a disability, you can't sit at a computer. There's a book out there by, I'm going to spell it, A-D-E-T-U-T-U, A-D-T-U-T-U, I apologize. I-J-O-S-E. Look it up. Because anybody who has exhaustion and stress during the day probably starts about 11 o'clock in the morning if you started looking at a computer about 8. All of a sudden, the eyes go blurry, fatigued. The dehydration effect is beyond you. I mean, you don't, do, don't push it. You've got to drink tons of water. You've got to eat right. You've got to sleep right to be able to slow that dehydration down because without a computer, many people cannot have the paying jobs they'd like to have. We have a sponsor in our show, Biologic Aqua Research, and I must tell you, I am the founder of Biologic Aqua Research. My field is studying fresh water, the water vapor of the atmosphere, and the dehydration effects of earth and the dehydration loss of body water in in human life. But they brought me in to study the eyes years ago, over 13 years ago, what was happening to blindness because of dry eye. Without the electrolytic ability for the water on the surface of your eyes, 
you will go drier and drier and drier. So we did create, uh, invent a technology supplement called Nature's Tears Eye Mist to supplement the eyes all natural with its tissue culture grade of outer water. That's our sponsor. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist with just a mist, and we'll be right back with Jamie Danick with Hum Kombucha. I'm really excited about this. We're going to learn about the thousands of years old drink that's out there that's just taking this country by storm, kombucha. Be right back uh, after our sponsor. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Jamie, are you with us? Yep, I'm here. Well, thank you for joining us today. Uh, I want to tell the audience globally this is Jamie Danick. She is one of the founders of Hum Kombucha out of Bend, Oregon. I'm here in Oregon, too, Jamie. I'm in Grand Pass, Oregon. You're over in Bend. Oh, nice. And um, tell our, you know, we've had uh, the other kombuchas on, and uh, I'm a kombucha fan. I need to tell you that. I drink a lot of kombucha, Mm -hmm. and I drink yours, too. A lot of yours. Oh, good. uh, But tell us, uh, Jamie, uh, um, first of all, uh, let's start out about you personally. How did you get involved in coming from Bend, Oregon with Hum Kombucha? I, interestingly enough, met a girl on a tennis court. Uh, we became fast friends, decided we were going to start some kind of a business together. We both just moved to Bend. I was from the East Coast, here in the Midwest. And I used to own a recruiting company. I used to place technical people across the country and was just getting out of that after 15 years and she was brewing this delicious kombucha, and we, all the kombucha, yeah, all the kombucha that was on the shelf was very different from what she brewed. It tasted very different, and we were like, wow, this could be really fun. This makes you feel really good. Maybe we should, maybe we should start a business, and that's seriously how we started. We knew, like, six people in town, um, my, a couple of my uh, kids' teachers, and then um, a couple of her neighbors. We sent out an email and said, hey, we're going to, we're going to start a, home delivery service, anybody wants some kombucha delivered to the door. <laughs> and then out came the Prius and, you know, the gallon glass jars, and we were basically okay, the milk we'll delivery service. Okay, we'll come back to that in a minute, Jamie. Yeah. Now, because I've been studying a long time, 
the human dehydration mm-hmm. effects and, and, and earth dehydration and, and the water table and so on of the human life and, and what's going on out there. And I have brought on to the show here founders of those huge tea companies that you're familiar with from all over the world. Uh, yeah. And even the founder of Stash Tea has been on here. Um, mm-hmm. But and he started one too. But anyway, back to kombucha. You tell the audience worldwide the description of what is kombucha. It's basically a fermented tea. And it's a, it's a sweet tea that ferments with a culture of kombucha. It's like a sourdough starter. It's a scoby. It's a symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast. It basically sits in the tea for a handful of days, weeks, and it feeds the culture sugar. And then in its place, the culture puts probiotics, B vitamins, special acids. In a nutshell, and you can look online and it tells you all these great things about what kombucha does. In a nutshell, it just makes you feel good. It, it balances your system. Now, what is the history of kombucha? Well, the uh, Russians and the Chinese fight about actually where it originated <laughs> from. <laughs> I haven't quite figured it out. My best of my knowledge is 2,000 years old, um, way up in the hilltops, is they used to brew this like we brew iced tea when somebody comes over to lunch. They brew a fresh pot of iced tea, they used to brew kombucha. Um, and it's been used for thousands of years as just a drink and a health tonic. Mm-hmm. Russia and China. Yep. Right. So this is the first time I've heard anybody mention Russia. Oh, because um, it's always been China. Now, um, so what is your what? What did you learn about Russia? Uh, did did Russia? Because they weren't in the tea business. Uh, China was in the tea business first. That was their technology. And you know the story yeah. about the Europeans going over to China. Uh, because their their waters were so bad, Jamie, and they were drinking alcohol. Uh, the men were drinking the stiff stuff, and the women were drinking like beer. And way back in time, and they were getting uh, intoxicated by the end of the day because their water was so bad they couldn't drink in Europe and different <laughs> countries water. So they go over and they found out about this uh, boiling the water and drinking tea in China, because China was the first one for them to become aware of tea as a, uh, I call it a, a crop of technology. And uh, then they came over and started that in, in Europe. Uh, but had Russia gotten into tea? See, now this was my understanding when we first did research about it years ago. We started six years ago. And we got to a point where we just couldn't make heads or tails out of who actually, oh. who actually started it. And so there is documentation okay. on Russia. And then... To be fair, okay. it's been years since I've looked at it. So Okay, well, um, you know, it is so fascinating. Out. Yeah, excuse me. For, I, we radio talk shows interrupt, excuse me. I stop people along the way, too. But along the way, way there, uh, let's say it's thousands of years old, and they used it for a remedy of, um, of like a household remedy to be able yep. to uh, be healthier. And, and then if they weren't feeling good, they found it to be working for them. Now, with, with hum uh, kombucha, what makes yours different than anybody else's different so that people can have an idea of, because you said you didn't want yours to be a certain way, so you made yours differently. What, what's the difference? Yeah, I think um, at the time, most of this stuff on the shelf was only found at health food stores, and it was strong. It was just vinegary and 
it, it, you had to really want to drink it to, um, to drink it. And we, what she was brewing was just more palatable and it was just easier to drink. And so mm-hmm. our thought was, why don't we make a kombucha that's really for the population, just the general population, as mm-hmm. opposed to just for the health food stores. So from the beginning, we've, we've geared our kombucha to be um, a little bit more mainstream. And then the other thing we did, too, was put it on tap. We were one of the first in the country to be putting it on tap. And the reason for that was more for the economic standpoint. It was, you know, a glass bottle is very wasteful to the universe. It's a lot of glass. It's um, expensive. And is there a way to make it in bulk, make it more affordable, make it taste better, use less waste? So that's, really, that's really the premise of what we do. Um, it's on tap. It is in bottles as well. And we really, we really strive to um, find the, custom, the, the person that just, that just wants to be healthier and um, make a drink that tastes pretty good. Just not, just not super vinegary, right? Just a little bit different than, than yeah, what's well, on the shelf. Yeah, well, I drink a lot of them, and I keep my refrigerator full of all of them. Yours, yeah. too. Um, in fact, uh, to tell you, for example, um, I serve kombucha rather than my husband and I don't drink. Alcohol, mm. and uh, I don't like having soda pop in, in my refrigerator. Although my husband will sneak it in there, <laughs> and uh, uh, and I don't offer it. <laughs> but yeah. we have lots of water, and uh, and then we have kombucha now. And for yeah. example, my uh, daughter from South Carolina was putting on a little event for at my other daughter's house on Friday evening, a pizza parlor, parley. Excuse me, party for all the grandchildren and everybody, and um, and, the, and the family that she had there. And I took a, a, a ice chest full of kombucha, and my <laughs> uh, my other daughter had a cooler, had a, a a drink made up from her herbal garden of water, water and the herbs and cucumber. And then we had an iced tea, but not one human being at that place drank one drop of alcohol. It was all health. And then, of course, everybody was so excited, I brought kombucha. <laughs> Good but for you. Back yep. to uh, your kombucha. Yeah, yours is uh, a palatable uh, where a lot of people who might not like the other tastes of kombucha, they've got a choice now, too. Now, I'm yep. going to ask you, do, do you know what the pH of kombucha is? I've never asked anybody. Um, it's below 3.2, and I don't know off the top of my head. So it's it's uh, it's more on the acidic side. Yes, very acidic because it's probiotic. Yep. Yeah. It's probiotic. Now, you know enough, can, are you able um, uh, with your background uh, to under- teach our audience why kombucha is also a probiotic? Are you able to discuss? Mm-hmm. That? Meaning. Meaning, why does it have probiotics in it? Yeah, right. Why is it labeled as a probiotic? You know, I've, uh, kombucha. Why is kombucha labeled as a probiotic for people to learn? Okay, I am, I am by no means a kombucha scientist. There are many, okay. many okay. kombucha brewers that can speak to this more uh, articulately than I can. However, in layman's terms, the culture is a colony of bacteria and yeast. There you in go. The You're doing the culture it. is probiotics. There so when the culture it. sits in the tea and it ferments, it releases the bacteria, the yeast, and the probiotics into the tea. There you the go. The culture eats the sugar. It keeps the culture alive. Therefore, you have a very low sugar 
low-calorie, high-probiotic tea left. You did fabulous, Jamie. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> hey, Jamie, I, 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 I am all over the... I, I'm around the world, and what I do, and the scientists that I work with, and I have millions of dollars with what I do, but I do not have a PhD on my wall. <laughs> I learn from Me those as I teach them what I'm doing too is what I do but back to uh, excellent now how many days does it ferment uh, anywhere from depending on temperature somewhere between 10 and 14 days is average mm-hmm. is that average for all of them or is that for years uh, I mean I think if you're going to average for all of them I'll bet you could go anywhere from 10 to 30 okay and then, yeah, it's more like 10 to 14. It all depends on what time of year it is, what room, what temperature the room is, how much kombucha is actually in the room at the same time. A lot of variables. Okay. Oh, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. So the atmosphere has a relationship to the time of year, season, and temperatures, and so on, right? Yeah, well, and it's an open, it's an open fermentation as well. So oh. lots of live cultures are in the room. So, yes, it matters a lot for us. I just learned something. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Not all kombuchas are brewed like that. Ours happens to be. Lots okay. of different ways to do it. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you one thing about the the one in the uh, tap. It, yeah. I, I've done them both, and I've brought home mm-hmm. the expensive bottles that they charge you for. And I ended up going, um, I, I was concerned I might not clean my bottle the way I should. I might be in too big of a hurry, and I might get something not out of the my my. What do you call those bottles? They, there's a name for them now. The scoby, the culture. Oh, a growler. Yeah, the growler. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm in my 70s, so I, I don't always look at things like you young people do. Okay, so it's a growler, but it's a, up to me. It was yep. this bottle, and I was afraid that I might not take it back, and I was not getting it clean enough. And so I decided when I saw you selling. At Safeway, the box. Mm-hmm. I'm the Safeway's yep. best customer, and there was your bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I asked them. I said, uh, I buy one, uh, the other, another brand over at Fred Meyer's by the case, and then over mm-hmm. at Safeway, I said, Can I buy this by the case? And they said, Oh, I don't know. And I said, Okay, so I'm going in and buying twelve at a time, <laughs> Jamie. That's hilarious. And then uh, I have another one out of Portland, Oregon. You'll know who it is. Um, I've had that one, too. But back to the, yeah, I'm a kombucha fan. And now I'll tell you about me, where I come from with my health, because you can't get into it like I can't get in some of the anecdotal things with my products worldwide, mm-hmm. with people, you know. But I can for you to say it. I've had, in Safeway one day, uh, I was standing there with my kombucha, your kombucha, and um, the people ahead of me and was talking to the che- uh, checker. And it was an older couple. And uh, they were saying something about the kombucha. And she said, well, yeah, we have a man come in here. And he always had pain in his legs. But when he started drinking kombucha, he doesn't have the pain anymore. And mm-hmm. uh, then I popped up and she was calling it Jamie Kombucha. <laughs> I said, oh, you mean Kombucha. And the woman said, oh, yes, kombucha. And I mm-hmm. said, yes, we've, I've heard that it does a lot. And I said, it did a lot for me. I said, I found it to be very, uh, just perfect for my balancing of what I need for my everyday health. And I call it Health Olympics. 
when you train, when you're running companies mm-hmm. like this, huh, Jamie? You have to be in a health Olympics to take care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but as you know, sure. entrepreneurs. Anyway, yeah. back to other things. And I was talking to a friend of mine who's a very well-known Emmy writer, and she uh, was married to a very famous, she was with a very famous scientist for years who since passed on at 104. He was very famous. And I, she got really bad Lyme disease. She lives in New York. And I said to Roxanne, I said, Roxanne, um, you ought to start drinking kombucha. And she says, what's kombucha? And Jamie, this wasn't this long, this was about two months ago. And I thought, said, Roxanne, you haven't heard of kombucha because she's very much into anything to do with natural and herbs. And mm-hmm. so was Robert Wallace, who was a scientist. He was very much into that, even though he was a PhD, MD, and so on. So anyway, she said, I'll have to try it. Jamie, it's helping her Lyme disease. It's amazing. So I could go it's on amazing. and on the an- anecdotal, uh, we call it anecdotal reports of people who are using it for what they're doing. And then with my background, I can say what, it, what the evaluations are. It's a detoxifier. It's a probiotic. And it also blends with the body's water table, the environment inside the body, and the relationship it has with the atmospheric environment outside the body and does something to stabilize. Now, which flavor do you like and which, what would it do for you? I don't know. Nobody knows. It's an individual. But I can say that for you. And uh, I know you can't go into that. Like, uh, I don't do that with my products, but I have other people do it because we're in the medical field with my products. But back to... Um, kombucha now. Karen, I have a question for you. Do you, what, what, do you, what do you know about the pH, how it balances your system and actually well, changes the, the your pH? pH of the, body, the pH of the body is on the acidic side, and I'm really conscious sometimes of the pH because the skin is uh, on the acidic side, and there's a lot of research going on about alkaline or too acidic, and I don't believe in too acidic but I don't believe in too much alkaline. I think the body is dehydrating too quickly today, Jimmy, Jamie, and mm-hmm. our relationship with the atmosphere is vital from birth, that, that water yeah. vapor in the air. And that's, by the way, Jamie, that's what keeps you alive is that water vapor in the air. And if you're not yep. detoxifying and you're not kept flexible and you're not eating the proper foods, then your body will pick up toxin. And in my world, I'm really blunt about it. With all the scientists, everybody I work with, I call it not toxin, I call it manure. And that cell picks up on that heat from manure and it catches to the next cell. So there's where um, I have to tell you when I was, when first was introduced to kombucha, as I, I go through store, health food stores studying what they have in there because it's always fun to see what the stores are carrying and even a store now. I was in Ashland Food Co op. And here was this mm-hmm. kombucha on the shelf, and I'm going, huh, what's this? So I saw that word probiotic, and I bought some of them and came back, and then I talked farmer's market into carrying it years ago, and yep. uh, I was shocked at what I learned about it. Um, I just mm-hmm. wish more people uh, could uh, t- t- um, drink it. Um, well, but we're going to take it. We're going to have point, a, Jamie, we're going to have a moment with our sponsor. I only do this once in between. And then we're going to come back, and then you and I will dive into kind of like a laboratory of discussion here. Don't you go anywhere, Jamie. This is a lot of fun for me, too. 
I will okay. listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Do you know what? The surface of your eyes is 99% water. That when you touch it with an eye drop or a saline, it's a little heavy and causes a dehydration trauma. The body, the eye has to maintain 99% water to be able to give you the electrolytic ability for your eyesight to be healthy. Nature's Tears Eye Mist is the only product worldwide to be able, and it's patented worldwide, to be able to supplement with just a mist. If you're wearing cosmetics, it doesn't run the cosmetics. It absorbs, but it provides that humidity effect for the eyes to have a supplementation to keep a balance to try to hopefully prevent the dry eye problems that go to blindness eventually. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Jamie Danek from Hum Kombucha. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Jamie, I'm sorry. I hope you didn't forget what you started to say just as we took our moment break there. Yeah, no, you were talking about you wish more people would try it more and or knew about it, and I just wanted to let you know that. Part of the experimentation that we've done is we've taken, we started this four years ago. We started putting our kombucha in gas stations, cigarette outlets, um, lower end or or Hispanic grocery stores. And Sharon, it was unbelievable where people had no option of anything healthy whatsoever. Nobody knew what kombucha was. And we put it in the store, whether on tap or in bottles, and it was mind-blowing. I mean, these stores actually sold more than the health food stores did. The food for lessons, the cigarette outlets, the gas stations were wow. selling more. <clears throat> and we went in undercover and just were asking people why they were buying it. And people in, in had to translate, to, had to get a store manager over to translate to us whatever they were speaking in, Portuguese, there was Spanish, there was um, Middle Eastern countries. And they all said the same thing. They said, you know, I can't really afford it. I, it's, it's, I, I come in two, three times a week to fill my growler. I've never felt so good in my life. And... I'm just going to keep buying it because I feel so good. Well, Jamie, you know, I need to tell you, uh, I started years ago on it, and uh, I, <laughs> I know, and I would be drinking my kombucha, and <clears throat> people would just kind of look at me and smile, you know, because they know I'm a c- character anyway, because I'm into water <laughs> worldwide, right. and I'm the only company like it in the world. So anyway, then all of a sudden, 
uh, I go to airports, and I'm going, oh, God, I wish there was some kombucha here, because you know how you have to go through that security, and you can't carry anything with you. Right. Okay, this is going to be a fun story for you. So I was working with Bear Essentials and, and, and Shiseido out of Japan on a project, and I went into San Francisco to work with Bear Essentials on it, and I was sitting in a room full of these gals and all this company, and I said, oh, by the way, is there any kombucha right here in this area of San Francisco? Oh, it's all over the place. <laughs> so, but it's not in airports yet, Jamie, <laughs> that I know yeah. of. Well, we have it in our airport. It is in okay, airport. you've got it in your airport. It is. Anyway, back yeah, to the, it how it got out there blew me, uh, uh, startled me, because how did they get to know what it was? Okay, so then this was a funny thing. So we would go in and we'd do a chasing. And we wouldn't really talk about the kombucha, like the word kombucha so much. We'd just do a tasting and get as many people as we could to just try it. Uh-huh. People loved it. Yeah. And then we told them about the health benefits. And then we talked about kombucha because kombucha is weird. I mean, people don't, it's a weird word. You know, it's not familiar. It's people, you know, the average person is like, what the heck is that? And then, but if you start yeah. with the actual drink and just want to try it. Yeah. And then go, hey, this is really good for you. And they're, they're like, wow, this is really good for me. This tastes good. I can drink this every day. <laughs> And yeah. then it becomes an addiction. I'm sure you've noticed this, too. It's a really sweet, healthy addiction. Your body actually starts to crave it. And then you want to drink it all the time. It's and healthy. Then it's, a healthy it's like I drink, a, I, I drink 12 glasses of water a day. And I have a woman on the show that you would just love, Dr. Effie Chow from China, uh, who's mm-hmm. uh, Kijong, and, uh, and Clinton had no, uh, nominated her to be the advocate here in the United States with the NIH and others uh, about... Chinese alternative medicine. She's unbelievable. So she taught me to drink two glasses at a time. So I drink two glasses at a time, even though I was drinking a lot of water. But back to my kombucha, I drink my 12 glasses of water a day, and now I add kombucha. And yeah. uh, now I, ha- we, I had a friend who headed all of L'Oreal, and he used to say, he's the one who came up with a slogan for L'Oreal, it's expensive, but I'm worth it their team, Mm -hmm. when he was heading it. Well, kombucha might be a little spendy at the moment per, per, I almost said per unit, per uh, bottle, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Mm -hmm. It's It's worth it. it. And you are on to something huge here because I've watched your, because I'm into marketing too, I have to be with what I do. Being the only yeah. company like it in the world, but anyway, uh, you've you've really gone after obviously your background of understanding behavior because you were looking at weren't you, didn't you say you were an executive a placement person? In other words, you bring companies and executives yeah. together. Okay, well that's a behavior study, and you have to learn how to do that. Well, you obviously had an instinct with marketing, with behavior, mm-hmm. and all of yep. a sudden your team. And I've read about your team, quite a team, um, that decided how to approach what has been done and how to approach people getting more uh, contagiously involved in the addiction. I I don't hate the word addiction because it's a dehydrator. But getting, um, getting started to where their body was craving the healthiness of what kombucha is. And uh, you're doing a really good job. And I've noticed, I just can't believe how fast you're you're spreading out uh, with it. Well, you know, we were Kombucha Mama uh, up until April. And then of April 2014 is when we rebranded to Home Kombucha. And a lot of the reason of that was because 
having kombucha in the name, you know, we really do want it in gas stations and convenience stores across the country. And, and less than 1% of the population, from what, from what we understand, even knows what kombucha is. I know. And so if you, can, <laughs> if you can put it on the shelf in a funky bottle and something that somebody will just pick up just because it looks good, if you can price it appropriately, and then once they drink it, they love it, it makes them feel good, then they can yeah. learn all about kombucha. Right. So that's kind of our, that's kind of our uh, path market. Now, yeah. when you and, were doing that study, yeah, when you were doing that study and undercover, that's a good one. I like that one. Um, yeah, when you said when if they had just started drinking kombucha, did you did they did they start drinking it because they liked the name of the kombucha, and maybe it was a little spendy because maybe the more valuable something is, it might be worth something. I don't know. But back to the. <laughs> I know. I, I think it's a my combination. Friend, I think we need the, the, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this story real quickly. Arnie Zimmerman headed L'Oreal in the United States at one point, and 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 they needed a, a slogan. Of course, this is a long time ago, and uh, he loved slogans. And so he, they'd sit around the uh, there. You know how corporations are in man. You know the East. They'll sit until midnight if they have to. They don't say, "Well, I have to go home and." Da-da. If somebody says you have to stay, you stay. Okay, they're sitting around thinking about this slogan. And then all of a sudden this woman, night after night, at 12 midnight, uh, they decided, oh, God, we'll come back tomorrow night. And this girl said uh, she was going to go down, you know, go out into their Manhattan area and buy something. And it was very expensive. But she said, I'm going to go buy it. I'm, I'm, it, it. It's expensive, but I'm worth it. <laughs> and, and, and Arnie said, that's it. <laughs> that's and that's hilarious. kombucha. That's kombucha. Um, yep. And I, I've always said to everybody, Jamie, I'm high maintenance. <laughs> 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 well, the reason why is like you, all of you should be, you're building a business from scratch. And that's IP, intellectual property and values futures, based on a technology. And don't forget that one. Buy Andrew Sherman's book. It'll teach you a gold mine of wealth of information. And always About remember, it, it's, it's, a, it's how you build your company. But back to the whole thing. Uh, you're well, moving, and then, pardon? And then how you build your company, that's exactly right. So really it's just an energy because kombucha is an energy. It's a live, raw drink that you're putting in your body, like water, like everything. And so you're putting... You're just, we're just brewing energy. We're selling energy. We're marketing energy. And it's a natural form of feeling good. So if the, now, staff, if the, the whole, flavors, the flavors you decided to get into, you're probably doing that same behind the scenes. You've probably got people saying, well, I notice a lot of people love the blueberry uh, mint. Uh, my yes. favorite is the ginger lemon. Yep. Uh, now, yep. do they all, if, 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 uh, see, I don't like things sweet. That's why I like mm-hmm. love kombucha. So, what, are, what do you want? Some of the tell tell the audience about some of your flavors. So, the blueberry mint was concocted by a chef um, who is a foodie and just wanted to combine a little bit of mint with blueberry. That's kind of how the blueberry mint came about. Coconut lime is another one. Um, uh, strawberry lemonade, pomegranate lemonade. None of them are too sweet. They they have anywhere from three to eight grams of sugar per serving. Anywhere from 22 to 38 calories. So there's not a lot of sugar in any of them. Mm-hmm. And then they, um, yeah, uh, lemon ginger is very typical for kombucha um, 
for sure. I think, I think pomegranate lemonade is our is probably our number one coconut lime and blueberry mint are right behind it. So your um, pomegranate is, oh, you think, your number one? Yeah, and I think it might have to do with we calling it lemonade. Like, people just want familiarity, especially in the markets that we go into. When you go into a gas station in the middle of the country, mm-hmm. nobody knows what it is, but if you make something on the label that potentially is familiar, then you just need to get them to pick it up off the shelf. It doesn't really matter why, right? And then once, once they drink it, then hopefully right. they love it. And it's now, uh, I've got a question. Uh, I, I just thought of one. Uh, men are really funny about drinking water even. Uh, do, uh, who are most of the customers when they go buy it that way? Did you find when oh, you were undercover, yeah. were they women? women? Yeah, women. 65, 70% women. Yeah. 25 to 44, that's who's buying it. 25 to 50, that's who's buying it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then right. the school, now, back that's the other to thing you. that we've been doing. Back to your strategy now. Um, so you're fermenting it sometimes. Well, because you're having to come out with so much, you're probably not. You're fermenting it about 15 days at a time. Uh, do you ever go a little longer, um, depending upon the flavor? We, we taste every batch. Sometimes, Karen, yeah, sometimes it goes a little longer. Sometimes a little shorter. It's never exactly, this is why okay. you can't, this is why producing it in large quantities is very challenging because it's always changing. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and over in Bend, uh, because you have a drier air, um, and, and in fact, I have to tell you this, uh, years ago, uh, came to a determination between Washington, D.C. and their horrible humidity and then outdoor conditions in the winter. Then over, I used Bend, Oregon as a comparable to some of the driest because of a tree you have there, but also some other climate things that also resemble extremes somewhat. So you probably do have some challenges if it depends upon the atmosphere. So do you have a particular inside the conditions? You probably really check out that atmosphere continually. Oh, yeah, and we have a, we have a room that's temperature-controlled and totally sealed that, right. that, that handles the kombucha, for sure. Right. Yep. And then, and then we have the bed water. There's so much about water, right? We have the mountain water here, which I think is a huge part of... I've heard of it. Yeah, making, a great, making, a great, um, making a great kombucha is the, starting with the water, and we have gorgeous yeah. water in bed. <laughs> But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. The fermentation of it. Now, now, do you use? Uh, it seems like I read on there you use uh, green tea and black tea. Yep. Now, do you on, on every one of them, or is it just yep. depending? Every one of them is green tea and black tea. It's what it's the combination we found that keeps the cultures the happiest. Okay. okay. Yep. The happiest. Now there we go with your name. Uh, I was reading about your name. Uh, why did you, you tell the world why you chose to call it hum? Because everybody in the brewery just hums along. <laughs> <laughs> because hum, you hum when you're happy. You're, yeah. Hum is an energy. It's, right. What we do is we, we are in, we, it, we're all about energy. We're all about culture. We're all about good vibes. That's all, we, uh-huh. that's all we're putting out into the universe. And so because we do go into these very diverse, very, different areas where people really don't even know healthy so much, even as health drinks, it has to be familiar. Hum is a familiar word. Everybody knows the word. It's easy to say. It's four letters. And it's about energy. And that's, that's where hum kombucha came from. Very fascinating because uh, now, who, who out of all of you and your team came up with hum? 
that was a that was actually a, a third party called TBD Advertising okay. who we hired to help oh, us. Okay, great. I was going to say didn't that. No, we were so rebranding. Whoever came up with the idea is bright. And, and not only yeah, marketing, but <laughs> hum, you know, our world, you know, you know what algorithm is, right? Yeah. Okay. What is, what is the world for thousands of years? It was based on a rhythm. And that's yeah. why when I saw that hum, I thought, gosh, how clever. Because everything is surrounded by your serenity, your, your hum, your, your uh, feelings, uh, your vibration, uh, the music, uh, uh, your, how you feel about how it tastes to you, and and so uh, to me, I would I picked up on real, and I hope you registered trademarked it. <laughs> oh yes, it's trademarked. Oh yeah. Registered. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But it is. It's a vibration. You're absolutely right. Hum is a vibration. Right. Kombucha, it's a vibration. The right. brewing process is a vibration. There you have it. I have to tell you one real quickly. Uh, after World War II and the Japanese War when everything was over, I have a friend out of Japan where her grandfather decided that an American soldier had saved his life as a, as a Japanese soldier. So he, he just loved Americans, and he couldn't believe what they did to save their country, even though he was a Japanese soldier. But he came to America and bought rights to all of these kinds of musics like Frank Sinatra and... And, and all of these different ones that were singing in those, that era, and he took it back to Japan and made it, licensed it out, leased it out for background music so people would get a better feeling after the war was over. And your, your hum, I hope, brings a better feeling <laughs> to people's lives because I'll tell you, people have got to start getting to where they're in the middle of all of this balancing that people are trying to pull us all of these different directions, uh, because we're in, in so much communications, Jamie. We need to be health conscious. Um, uh, kombucha is a very important part of, of, of our, should be everybody's important part of their lifestyle now. And uh, the children and all walks of life, and uh, I hope you guys get it in airports, because... <laughs> well, you just, I don't, it, you I just get it... You, you just hit it on the head, Sharon, when you said children. Our goal, I mean, we're owned by two women, right? We're two moms. Our right. goal is the school districts nationwide. And we, once we get kombucha into the school districts nationwide, we win. Because we have kombucha in the school districts in Oregon. And kids right. love it. It sells right next to the coffee and right next to the Red Bull and right next to the other oh, choices that, that we have. For I'm just going to be up front. I would, uh, Red Bull and all that caffeine high it's going to kill our kids and, uh, and other things that they're putting on the legal market. It's not, it's not healthy, and it's not bringing no, and- to our children uh, a message that we believe that you are important to life. You know, Jamie, at the end of my show, um, every week I always end up I say this, Earth is whispering. Do not take it all with you. Leave something behind for all the mm. generations of children to know you care. Our whole goal every day as a society, as people on the planet, should be what is best for the children first. Always. And there's no such thing as an imperfect child. I've said this to the world. I say it to everyone, and I'll, I'll give you another example. I was asked to speak about water to the Blue Mountain Middle School, Upper New York, uh, up off the Hudson. 
And I went up there, and I was so excited because I got to talk a bunch of uh, some children. I've been in Manhattan in business, and my husband and I get on the train, and we go up the Hudson. And I said, oh, Bill, I think I just died and went to heaven while going up the Hudson to talk about water. So anyway, we got there, and, and uh, Donna Miller met me at the train station, and we went over to the school, and they wanted me on the stage and for this big assembly. And I said, it was more of a theater seating. And I said, no, no, no. I went on the floor, and I went two mics. And Jamie, I started out just like I started out my show, teaching the children they're a walking sponge, they're water, and living with the mm-hmm. planet and the atmosphere. Jamie, they went 15 minutes longer with the assembly that they allowed it to Aww. faculty. The children at the end of it stood up cheering like they just won their basketball tournament. I mean, I can't tell you, children want, You're me chills. They yeah, want they to have the subject makes sense. They want to feel related to it. Let's say they want to hum to it. They want to be part uh-huh. of it. They want to be part of it. And, and I've been um, uh, considered for the United Nations as a commit, with a committee we're working on. And uh, I'm telling you, I've said to everybody, okay, this is where I'm coming from with fresh water, the atmospheric conditions, the dehydration effects of the body, and what we're going to do to educate the public, because I don't want to be just a committee. I want to be an educator, and we're going to bring all the children of the world to the table. And they're going to be the primary focus because there's a crisis about water on this planet, Jamie. It's serious. And what's happening, it's just, it's all over. And it's not just in, you know, some places are worse than others. But back to uh, HUM, uh, you guys have uh, tapped on to a really exciting future. I'm going to give you the last minute and tell the world what you want them to hear and how to come and find you. Uh, well, I was just going to say, you had me on the kids thing. You, we have it on tap at a school in Bend. And Sharon, when you give them the option, they choose it. Right. They're all drinking kombucha over uh, coffee and soda and whatnot. Isn't that wonderful? It is so wonderful. I, I, I buy into everything you're saying. Um, so, yeah, we're located in Bend. We're currently sold in uh, Idaho, Oregon, Washington. After next week, we'll be in Arizona and California. Wow. And with uh, Winco and QFC. And, um, and you're in Safeway. You're in Safeway. Yep. Yep, we're in Safeway. We're in a lot of – we just got a lot of chain authorizations. We're in Safeway. We're doing quite well. They told us that we're – we're selling a lot of kombucha, um, and they just offered us the Seattle and Jamie, California market. It's probably the downtown Safeway. <laughs> I hope so. I hope it's the one on the really, you know, wrong side of town. Twelve bottles at a time. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I know. But seriously, well, you, I wish you, for all you and your team. A huge success story. I love entrepreneurs of America mm-hmm. and inventors and technology. I'm a freak on it. So, but again, I wish you well. Thank you for coming. If you ever decide you want to come on again with some ideas and directions you're going, give uh, Polly Featherton, my program person, a call. That sounds great. Thanks so much for having me. This Tell your team pleasure. I said hello. I will do that. Okay, and we're humming. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Okay, okay, well, thank you. You be well. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Kombucha is for real. Um, there, uh, kombucha is a product audience that absolutely you've got to try it. There's other brands, 
and uh, we've I've I, I I drink them all, and uh, I drink a lot of water. I don't drink soda. I don't drink alcoholic beverages. I drink. Uh, I take kombucha with me when I go places to do things, and I find. And, and the only thing is that I can't find it at airports yet. But back to today's show. We are a health conscious climate world. Yes, there is a climate change. Yes, there is confusion. Yes, there is grumbling. But we all know that people like Jamie and Hum and other, all of our world out there are providing products to make a healthier climate for our lives on Earth. You have choices to make. Whether you want to live and be in the boot camp with the rest of us to try to think about it, to be in the Health Olympics, you'll learn from this show the power of water. I want to thank you for listening today. As I always say, embrace your life. It is that special to you and to somebody else. But always remember, Earth is whispering. Never say goodbye. Leave something behind for somebody else. And those children, generations of children to come that know you cared. I want to thank you for listening to The Power of Water and the future of how we all are living on this climate and this planet together. You have a nice day and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. Hour.com.